This is my last week as an afternoon host. See, I said I, I said that so I get everybody freaked out. This is my last week. And then I paused and everybody went, what? Where's he going? No, I'm going to the mornings, all right? Starting next Monday, I will start at 6 a.m. and go until 9 a.m. Then it will be... Uh, none other than Gallagher for Mike, two hours. Mike Gallagher. Then at 11, it'll be Rush. Then at 2, it will be Sean Hannity. And then at 5, I understand, it will be Jay Sekulow coming in at 5 well, o'clock to 6 o'clock. You can't beat that conservative talk lineup. It's conservative. I'm going to tell you, probably in all the years I've done this, probably the most conservative lineup I've ever been part of. Pretty cool. I'm Pretty really cool. I'm really excited about it, just like I'm excited about school choice week. I'm all about this. I've been I've been very, very um involved in this for a long time. Uh, we're gonna have the person in from uh, the uh, virtual academy, Arkansas Virtual Academy to join us. Amy's gonna be here. We're gonna talk to her. She's been on before. Uh, she came in to talk when uh, robert filled in for me and i came in and fill, came in the last about 40 minutes of the show and she was here so it was great to talk to her my daughter did two years with the uh, arkansas virtual academy i got sold on it by mr bennett who a lot of you remember him under the uh bush um william bennett william bennett who is the director of education if i remember uh, during that time yep. and uh, he's the real deal and he was big on the whole thing of the uh, Arkansas Virtual Academy um, the governor at the time that it really got underway who was BB uh, and the Democrats were still in control uh, did a lot of work to make it not be able to grow as quickly and as large as it should be able to grow. And and let's let's bring Amy up. Go ahead and click her there, would you, Zach? Thank you. Hi, Amy. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Dave? I'm doing fantastic. Hey, listen, it, how are things with the Arkansas Virtual Academy? I, I remember when B.B. was governor, and he did everything in his power to not let you guys grow. Well, listen, we're we're doing great. We're thriving. Um, we just came through a charter renewal in December mm-hmm. and um, made made it through that just fine. Um, the state board uh, voted not to review in January, which is always good news. Yeah. And so we've been renewed for um, another five years, and uh, we got to keep our uh, our cap. We can take up to three thousand students in grades K through twelve. And um, so it's just growing, and we're building out uh, that career education focus that we're so fond of over here, and we're just really excited to see what happens over the next five years. Correct me if I'm wrong, but if I go back to the beginning, and and we're not at the beginning, which is a good thing, but when we were, wasn't it like 250 students or 300 students to start off with? Yes, it started very small. I'm in my fifth year here, and um, when I came five years ago, 
we were about at half. So we were yeah. about 1500 is what we could take. So we just came through a three-year expansion plan with um, the assistance of uh, the Department of Ed and the charter panel um, that allowed us to expand up to that 3000 Yeah, I want everybody to think for a moment how ridiculous even 3000 is, as far as I'm concerned, for the simple reason that look at how many colleges let people get online degrees now and uh, in many parts of the state, the kids can really get a fantastic education using uh, this curriculum and, and this technology. And it just seems like to me, Amy, the, the sky is the limit for you guys. Well, we think so. Um, one of the things that I was able to share with the charter panel um, this December was we actually have students enrolled from all 75 counties in the state. Fantastic. So I think that's important to point out because the need and the desire is definitely there from every single corner of Arkansas. And so that's really our desire is to fill that um, that gap and that choice option for students, whether it's you know a medical need, an emotional need, or maybe they just live in a very rural area. They don't have you know, the opportunity um, to take advantage of some of the things that we can offer. So we feel like it's, um, we feel like it's the best thing going, Dave, but, you know, we believe in it wholeheartedly. (laughs) Well, and rightly so. It is a great uh, opportunity for students. It is a great curriculum, at least when my daughter was in it, uh, it was a great curriculum. She needed to do some catching up and by Using the virtual academy, she was able to do that and went on to uh, ex- exceed what a lot of people said she would exceed doing. Got her high school diploma, the whole nine yards. Uh, did a really fantastic job, and this allows kids to get a hugely quality education and uh, at virtually no cost to them. Absolutely. I mean, you know, with, through our program, um, we are a public school, a public nonprofit school. So I think it's important to remember that a student can enroll um, in our school with uh, little to no cost, just like they can their local brick and mortar. And in mm-hmm. fact, for our low income students, we actually have a, a computer program so that we can um, allow students to have um, laptops and, and access to the um, to the technology that they need in order to school with us. We have a, um, an internet stipend program for those that are, um, that qualify for free and reduced lunch to be able to have some of the, their internet costs reimbursed. So we work very, very hard to make this available to all students of all walks because we just feel like it's that important. How important is it what the, uh, the, the legislature is doing and the governor seems to be behind it of expanding broadband here in the state is has that been kind of a hindrance for you all and will and if they get the broadband like you're talking about will it open more and more doors that would be a huge win for us as a school um, i can speak personally i actually live in north central arkansas in the buffalo river area and um, there's not a whole lot fast about any internet in that neck of the mm-hmm. woods and so it really does make a difference for our students. Now, fortunately, we, we are aware of our more rural um, students. And so we really do try to use platforms and programs that um, are operable even with slower speeds. But, you know, you know, I know everybody understands that uh, better access to Internet uh, means better access to their curriculum, to their teachers. 
we do almost completely 100% video instruction. And so that takes a, a little bit of a higher speed for students to be able to connect and teachers to be able to connect to students through a video platform. Um, so that would be a huge win for us, the expansion of broadband. It would make it much, much more simple for our students to have access. Yeah, what I think is incredibly exciting about the program now is that you can literally converse and take the classes online with a teacher, uh, you know, live and in person on your computer. When my daughter started, that's not the way it was. Yes, we've made several advances in the last few years. This has been our first year where um, students have had 100% virtual video experience with their That's teachers. incredible. So we're very excited about it. Right now we're utilizing the Zoom platform, um, and it's just been very, very helpful to get that face-to-face um, connection with our students and really for our students to get to know one another because um, in the past, even though we had maybe a small moment of video, it, it didn't keep up enough to be able to use it the whole time. And so it was all voices um, on a screen. And so the video component has really, really changed um, just the family feel and the connectivity to our students. Well, let's take a break. We've got to get our first break in. By the way, Elizabeth Soltolaro is here too. She's got a couple of questions for you when we come back. Uh, let's talk about school choice, shall we? Since this is school choice week and you all are one of the big integral parts of how school choice can win uh, can win for parents and how it can change the lives of kids. We'll do that when we come back, Amy. Stick with us, all right? All right, we'll be back with Amy in just a second here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with you. Amy is our guest from uh, the Arkansas Virtual Academy. Amy, this is, of course, uh, Education or School Choice Week. I have been fighting for this for years. Uh, It's amazing to me that we've got huge majorities in the House and the Senate, and we still can't get this passed, and we get lip service uh, from uh, the ruling party, and yet when it comes down to a vote, we can't get it through, although we're getting closer. Why don't you talk about school choice and how important it is? Because you work with a specific technology and uh, education, uh, a way of educating kids that makes it easier for kids to learn. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Well, I'm, of course, a huge school choice fan and um, supporter. And I think all of us as adults, um, we sort of innately know that no two children are the same. Um, whether we, it's because we've seen it in our own children or, um, you know, families that we're acquainted with. Uh, as an educator of 25 plus years, I definitely understand that no two students, even tackling the same concept with the same ability level, um, will, will really be able to absorb that in the exact same way. And so that's why school choice is so important. Um, just, just on a learning level itself, every student is different. Uh, But then you take into consideration life experiences. Uh, Maybe a student lives in a very rural um, area, and their context for life is not uh, the same context that a student would have in um, downtown Little Rock. Um, Those pieces of of learning, that content, has to be structured differently for them in order for them to understand those concepts and truly master them. 
Um, then you layer on all kinds of other things that our, our students uh, today deal with, whether it's mental health issues or medical, um, you know, fragile issues, whether it's bullying, um, you know, a history of that in their, in their previous school. Maybe they have some family complications. Maybe they are a student of poverty. And all of these layers that um, students bring to the table when they're trying to learn a concept matter. And um, sometimes they're catalysts and sometimes they're barriers for their understanding. And when we really get down to what a student needs, that's where school choice comes to the table. Um, really being able to identify what that student needs individually. How do we cultivate them um, into the best citizen and lifelong learner that we can? And that's really ultimately for me and my personal passion um, what it's about is making sure that we set every single student up for success in the best and most individualized way that we can. Why don't you help our listeners, and then I'm going to turn you over to Elizabeth for a question, but why don't you explain to the listeners exactly how the Arkansas Virtual Academy works, especially for kids that are out in, in, in the boonies, as we would have called it when I was out in uh, serving in Guam, we used to refer to anything in the jungle as the boonies. And, you know, you get out into the, the outskirts of uh, Arkansas, you're out in the boonies. Explain how this can really help them. Well, I think for those um, sort of extremely located students, one of the, the most beneficial things um, that, that ARVA brings to the table is a great variety of courses in learning. Um, some of our smaller districts, in our state don't have the resources to be able to provide not only a variety of learning um, structures and interventions, but they also don't have the resources to be able to provide many of the um, career readiness pathways that we have, um, the different subjects, course subjects, and things of interest to students. And that's of no fault of their own. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's just the fault of where they're located and what their funding structure is, the number of students they have. But because we have um, the consortium of students that we do and um, this great curriculum, we can provide some of those extra resources for them and also just be really attuned to what it is that they might be needed, that they might need or might be interested in. Yeah, it's really, really good uh, what it does. I mean, calculus is a good example. You guys, I know that that was something that you were working towards. I don't know if you've, you've got there yet, but uh, how's it looking? Yeah, so we have a trigonometry and um, calculus course. We um, offer a slate of AP courses. Um, we so have cool. some transitional courses that actually help our students um, avoid having to take those remedial math courses when they get to college. You know, those credits that you pay for but don't really help you on your degree. Yeah. So we have some courses in place to help with that. The thing that I'm the most excited about is um, the career readiness pieces that we have. We actually have an FFA. We're the very first virtual FFA chapter in anywhere in the country. Um, we have so many organizations for our students, and they're earning um, career certifications so that if they want to go to college, they have a skill that they can work uh, while they're doing that, or if mm -hmm. they want to go straight into a career, uh, they're certified in those areas to be able to do so. And to me, that's such a huge opportunity right now, especially with um, you know school loan debt and the number of 
students we know um, that the data tells us are coming out of college with degrees, but there's not enough degree jobs for them. So we're really trying to fill that gap and help our students be employable and um, ready to run on their own uh, once they leave us. And so uh, I just think it's a huge opportunity for parents and for students to really be prepared for that next step. Hi there, Amy. It's Elizabeth. Hi. Hi. If, um, if I'm a parent out there and I'm listening to this and it sounds really, really great, what do I do to get my child enrolled? Well, you can go to our website. It's www.arva.k12.com. And there's a spot there um, where if a parent is interested, they can click. They can see a video for a day in the life of a student and a day in the life of a parent. Um, of one of our students, and there's also a quick form they can fill out to get some quick information. Um, if they are all gung-ho and in, there's also a number there they can call to get straight to our enrollment center for more information as well. And again, the cost? Um, it's free. It's a public school, so they there can enroll go. in our school just like their brick and mortar. There you go. That's school choice. I That's like it. what it's all about. Like it. I'm just telling you, this is what this school is choice is all about. And Amy, I'm sure... You still have your detractors. I remember when it first started, the detractors came out and there was all kinds of uh, misinformation. Is that misinformation still out there? Oh, of course. Um, You know, the things that we battle are that we're only for at-risk students or we're only for students that um, are behind. And we are for those students, but we're also for anyone else. Um, We're not limited to a certain demographic or a certain student type. Um, We definitely want to be available for any student. We have students that come to us that are gifted, that are traveling athletes, and our schedule works really well for them to be able to be competitive, all the way to students who are medically fragile, and this gives them an opportunity to still be academically successful, even though they're in and out of um, medical care, medical facilities. So um, that's one of the biggest misnomers. Um, the other is that there's no instruction. <laughs> yep. A lot of people think, oh, they just sign up and they read this stuff on the computer and they <laughs> like almost like the old correspondence courses, right? Now I am dating um, myself, but, um, but it's definitely not that way. Students have, um, you know, they, they graduate with the same credits as every other student in the state of Arkansas. We have counselors. People are always shocked to hear that. We have teachers for every subject. All of our teachers are Arkansas certified teachers. We're not just pulling somebody off the street to teach a course to your student. Um, So we're structured very much like the school that's on the corner in your community. It's just that we happen to be online. Amy, we're out of time. I appreciate you giving me the time, and we'll get you back in the studio here in the near future because you know me. I'm all about Arkansas Virtual Academy. I think it's one of the 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 best kept secrets in the state, and we need to get the information out more and more so it's not that way, and more families take advantage of this great, great opportunity. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me, Dave. And you know I will come see you anytime I get a chance. All right. Well, we appreciate you. Have a good one. Amy from over at Arkansas Virtual Academy. And uh, I'll pass on that uh, that. Uh, information to uh, zach if you want to know how who to get a hold of and all of that uh we're going to post it on the facebook page i'm going to post it over in in zach's board so that if you call him he can give you that information my daughter did this for two years and 
it was not as good as it is now, and it was good when she did it. This is, which is amazing to me. I mean, there wasn't all these live classes. I mean, the kids are like in a class; they can talk to the teachers, talk, and teachers can talk right back to them and everything. It is really amazing now. So take a look at it if you'd be interested. Uh, maybe your child doesn't do well in a traditional school setting. That's what uh, school choice is all about. Maybe uh, your kid goes to a local school where discipline isn't, you know, uh, enforced enough and uh, the the classes are crazy. This might be the answer for you. All right, we got to get to the news. News coming up. Give you one minute of the news so you know what's going on. And then uh, I will be back with Elizabeth. We've got more guests coming your way. You don't want to miss any of them here at 1011 FM. The answer, home of Rush Limbaugh. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 